The Bible and the church talk about marriage being God's design, and there is much emphasis on the sanctity of marriage being the foundation of family. There are, however, people who choose a life of singleness as they consecrate themselves to God here on earth. We'll reveal what the Bible says about marriage and singleness on the next Family Matters, so don't go away. Hi, I'm Graham Schnell for Family Matters, where we offer practical advice from Focus on the Family. One of our listeners wrote to us with this great question. She asks, Doesn't the Bible view marriage as a second-class state? As a single adult, I can't help feeling resentful when I see the Christian community placing so much emphasis on the importance of marriage. My own study of history leads me to believe that singleness was far more common in the past than it is today. Our modern cultural prejudices are blinding us to the significance of the Apostle Paul's statement, I wish that all men were even as I myself, 1 Corinthians 7 verse 7. I believe this is a genuine insight that we need to take seriously. According to Paul, singleness is the ideal. Do you agree? Marriage is clearly not for everybody, and yes, from the biblical point of view, there's a great deal to be said for the advantages of the single life. That much will grant you. At the same time, we can't possibly go along with the idea that marriage is a second-class state, or that singleness is the ideal. If that were true, why did God say in the very beginning that it is not good that man should be alone? Why did He purposely make man male and female? Why did He create Adam a helper comparable to him? Why did he bless Adam and Eve with the words, be fruitful and multiply? Such statements make it clear that marriage is anything but a second-class state. On the contrary, it's vital to the design of creation. It's central to the Lord's original intentions for the human race. In this connection, we should point out that there's an important difference between mere singleness and a genuine spiritual calling to the celibate life. We must be careful not to confuse the two. Singleness is circumstantial. It happens to people for a wide variety of reasons. Inability to find a mate, death of a spouse, difficult family situations, medical or financial difficulties, the list goes on and on. Celibacy, on the other hand, is a vocation. It's a rare gift that God grants only to a few special individuals. See Matthew 19, 10-12. In our opinion, the charge of living a completely asexual life and this we must remember is what singleness or celibacy implies for a serious Christian, is a difficult standard to achieve. That's why we consider marriage such an important part of the divine plan for the average believer. See 1 Corinthians 7 verse 2. Paul in particular doesn't pull any punches in this regard. But I say to the unmarried and to the widows, it is good for them if they remain even as I am. But if they cannot exercise self-control, let them marry. For it is better to marry than to burn with passion. That's 1 Corinthians 7, 8 and 9. The practical application seems plain. If you're single and aren't convinced that you have a clear calling to the celibate life, you should be thinking seriously about exploring the option of marriage. Naturally, we don't take any of this to mean that married people are somehow superior to singles. That's not the point. We understand that singleness can be a good thing in many situations and for a number of different reasons. But we still believe that it's the exception to the rule. This is the assumption underlying Paul's entire discussion of the subject in 1 Corinthians 7. In this passage, the apostle is careful to distinguish between commandments from the Lord and pronouncements based on his own opinion. He also makes it clear that his ideas about the advantages of the single life are largely a response to the practical necessities of the immediate historical situation. Whatever else he may be saying, he is certainly not arguing that singleness is the standard for human life. We invite you to visit safamily.co.za to find more information on similar topics and be sure to browse our bookstore for hundreds of helpful resources. 
This program was produced by Focus on the Family. I'm Graham Schnell, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Family Matters.